It is 20 minutes before the hour here on the Toronto Arts Radio Show, and we're pleased to be in studio with our good friend Ava Castillo-Turgeon this morning, brought to us by Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsis. He says he's running for a stronger Manchester, and he has a plan. New energy in Manchester, he says, and the future has never been brighter. Go to tedgatsis.com slash plan. That's tedgatsis.com slash plan. To look at how the mayor plans to grow the job and tax base, make City Hall more user-friendly, modernize our energy supplies, beautify our parks, expand transportation, automate trash collection, build better schools, smoothing our streets, safer streets and neighborhood, and above, uh, 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 continuing the battle on the opioid epidemic, and above all else, keeping Manchester affordable by making sure your taxes don't go true to roof again. Maybe you guys could vote for some aldermen that will help maintain the tax cap this year. Anyway, learn more at tedgatzes.com slash plan. Good morning, Ava. Good morning. How are you? I'm unbelievable. How are you? Um, okay, I'm awake. <laughs> You're awake? Yeah. I'm doing fine. Well, that's Thank good. You. You, know, uh, you know what I find helps me wake up in the morning? What? A, a, a little hot decaf. Thanks for bringing some. You're welcome. You know the decaf. It, yeah, it, it the, just it's a it's the pickup. Just the decaf. <laughs> I cannot. If no. I have this much energy every day That's without true. caffeine, can you imagine? No, I cannot imagine. <laughs> You'll be like that little the what is it? The battery little mm. bunny there. The battery bunny. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You'll be too too much. So Ava, we have an election tomorrow. I don't know what's oh. on your mind, if anything, with that, or what's what's going on. No, I just want it to be over. I'm so <laughs> sick. I'm so sick of it. I just want it to be over. You know, I hope people vote with their heads and not with their allegiance to political party, and they just really take the time to study mm-hmm. who they're voting for. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all you're gonna say. That's right. Because sometimes, you know, in either, in either party, people shoot themselves in the foot because they don't bother to to look at the person. Mm-hmm. They they just vote down political parties and, and they don't bother to look at what the person stands for, the candidate stands for. So that's one thing that I try to, to get the immigrant community to do. Not that I have a lot of success, but... <laughs> you know, at, at least I want people to to reason. So that's all I'm gonna say about uh, elections. I'm gonna be working in probably Ward Five tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If Brother Paul is back, I don't know if he's gonna be back. This uh, the what is it? The moderator? because oh. Father Joe is very sick from from Saint Augustine. He he oh. he passed out a week ago, and he's been basically in a coma for over a week. Really? Yeah. So if anybody wants to send a prayer for Father Joseph Gerdak, do it because he really needs it. He's been such a strong supporter of that community there at St. Augustine's Church. Hmm. I know. I'm really sad. He's the a, first Franco-American parish in the history of the city. Yeah, and that's the only multicultural parish, too, because they have masses in English, French, Spanish, Vietnamese. They yeah. still do masses in French? Oh, yeah. And they have the... What, for the Haitians? And for some Franco-Americans that want to go. And they have the, uh, what is it, the Vietnamese, uh, the African community, too. So, you know, that they have done a, a great job. Hmm. 
So let's see. I have good news today. Let's, the they released the Brazilian guy that was that was uh, no. They they approved this this stay of deportation. This Brazilian man that that he's here from Manchester. George Bruno was helping with that. They put a stay of deportation. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he caught in 2002 coming in through Mexico, and they made a deal with him. Basically, they used him as an used him as an informant uh, for 15 years on coyotes, the people that bring the people, uh, promising him to to adjust to give him some status so he has a driver's well, license and social if, security. If he's in New Hampshire. And the coyotes operate along the Mexican border. How would he have information on uh, on them? And what you know is the information that he's given over the if has it been given and has it been useful? I guess so. I don't know. You know, but he's been here for fifteen years on their orders of supervision, and they allow him to get a social security number and a driver's license. And there's a special category of visas for those people. And then after they used him. Now they want, you know, they wanted to go back. So they they are they want a stay of deportation while his uh, visa whatever case moves forward. But imagine he's already receiving death threats in Brazil for basically snitching, you know. So that guy is gonna be sent to some hard times in Brazil because of because of what he did because of helping the government so you know i thought that was pretty good news then terry rombon who had been locked up in detention one of the indonesians that had been locked up by ice uh was released to uh he had been in jail for a few months like <clears throat> excuse me four or five months i don't know how many months um, <clears throat> and he has been released, and pro- I think he's been bunched up with that group of sixty-some peop- people, Indonesians that were kind of untouchable for a while. Uh, and who is this guy? He's one of the Indonesian guys from the sea coast. Gotcha. Very prominent member of their community. So they little by little, but I don't think I truly I'm happy that it happened, but I don't think. This is going to really mean anything. It's just prolonging the agony, to tell well, you the truth. Yeah, and this is <clears throat> this is one of those cases where, as I said before, it it just it seems to me that um, these folks were truly abused by the process, and uh, to send them back now, after everything that they have done and been you know been required to do and put through and whatnot, That's right. is wrong. In, and in addition to all the money that they have invested in attorneys and little papers, because every little application form, you know, carries a price too. So it's paperwork, tons of paperwork, tons of fees, tons of everything. You know, and, and I, I was talking the, the other day, and it sounds ugly, but I think the practical thing is if you're going to, you know, deny somebody the state, why allow people to be here for 20 years and establish roots and give them all false hopes and all of that? And then say oh, one day, you know, see you later. So we have to find a way to, I don't know, to streamline the cases and and that's it. You know, give them a couple appeals. And but it, it is so stressful and so sad to see people going through all of that to to be here. 
legally. I still find a lot of ignorance with the immigration process. Last week I was in St. A's talking about the DACA, and people still don't understand that for, for it, it is a lot of, most of the people that are here undocumented have no path to being here legally. So people well, don't, they think, you know, say with the Indonesians. And they, should, and they shouldn't. Yeah, well, they should or they shouldn't, but there's no path, period. They, they, they did not choose uh, to, you know, if they, if they had a way to be here legal, they would do that. But there's no way for them to be here legally. Well, that's, you know, we do have a legal process that takes in a million people a year legally, which some people think is too many folks. Uh, but if we can't, you know, the, the, the policy, Ava, I'm, I'm sorry, it just can't be whoever wants to come here gets to come here. Well, they, they can't <clears throat> be the policy. You're not a country if you if if the premise of your immigration system is that anyone who wants to come here gets to come. I agree with that. But this the solution is not this president's thing to bring all the high-tech people because then you know who's going to pick our crops who's going to do all no, the invisible the thing and actually that's, who's that, going to do the invisible no, jobs no, 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 that no, no, we no, take no, for no, granted no, no. well you got plenty of people in the I, inner yeah. city I'm are sure you going to take my kids or your kids to do that they're not going to do that uh, you know you what know? You, listen <clears throat> you can't tell what people are or aren't going to do especially if you set the expectation in advance that they aren't going to do it but it is exactly under immigration law as it has been since the founding of the country up to the president to determine uh, yeah. who comes in. And if you look at the, if you look at what the founding fathers themselves said about immigration to this country, when immigration was a real concern because of potential conflicting uh, uh, loyalties with rival powers uh, at a time when the country was just getting started, they were they were clear that the purpose of immigration was to enhance the economic well-being of and the United States And what do you think we do now? To add to the wealth of the Who United States Who do you think cleans up after the elderly? Who do you think picks up the crops? Who do you think milks the cows and works, raises the chickens and kills and slaughters the <clears throat> the cows and whatever and packs the meats and yeah, you know and i hear this you know, and then, and, you know, and then I'm, I'm reminded of a, a a meat packing a packing plant in iowa that got raided by ice back when bush was president they cleaned out the whole place <clears throat> and the next day there was a mile long line for people applying for jobs at that meat packing plant the only difference was they weren't being paid the substandard wages that the illegal immigrants were and being you paid go to back, do the job and go back to the plant now and see who remains working in there just go back. I'm pretty sure they're open. I'm pretty sure they're because, open, you know, and I'm pretty sure every person that was there is no longer there, and, maybe and, they are, and maybe they're they full are, of undocumented the again. The jobs that Americans quote, won't do should be followed by the sentence for the amount of money that the, uh, that, the, that the business is willing to pay. And, you know, even even Auntie Maxine, Maxine Waters, in a discussion over immigration years ago in this, they won't, she says, you know, I got plenty of people out of work in my district. Maybe we should find a way to tie them to these jobs that people apparently won't do. Um, and, and so, you know, you just can't these They start statements. doing it, and I have talked to, uh, everybody makes blanket statements. Uh, and I, I don't think they're helpful to the discussion. Well, yeah, I agree, but you know, only when I you know make what? them, I'll, I'll then t- you react. But when you, when when somebody does something stupid, that's an immigrant. They all immigrants are no, no, and all that. immigrants. Okay, are you that. go, you go, you, find, you go find where I ever accused all immigrants of being uh, categorized by the stupid people, and I will. I will I will eat the digital tape that's written. Oh on. my god, am I but gonna I have find done, it? Go go look. Okay. Everything I've ever coated said with is peanut on the butter. Thing here. We coat it with peanut but butter. You know, so it I have hurt I so have much. done a lot of these jobs in my lifetime that Americans uh, supposedly won't do. 
You know, I've, I've, I've done those jobs and those jobs have a, you know, they, they exist for a reason. They have a point that they're, and I don't know what to say about that because I just fundamentally disagree. Well, yeah, but we do have, uh, immigrants fill up a lot of stuff that goes unnoticed because that is taken for granted. I've talked to many people here in New Hampshire that own small businesses and small companies, and they have told me the conditions of my job are such that Americans go and in the first break they'll leave. Well, I want you to look at it from the other from the from the other vantage point though. And how many of these people are actually taking advantage of the immigrants to pay them eight bucks an hour instead of the fifteen <coughs> or sixteen bucks an hour it would take somebody else to do the job? I mean, we've had this conversation. I agree. Immigration on this mass scale, whether it's legal or illegal, but especially if it's illegal, does nothing other than suppress the wage structure. Because if I can get away as a as a business owner paying somebody eight bucks versus fifteen, then I'm going to pay the eight. Which I means know that the person who would do it for fifteen or, or, isn't going to have the job. I know that, it, but then people are going to refuse to to pay the the end result to pay for the money that the end result would be. You know, you're not going to pay three dollars for a piece of, for a, for a tomato. You don't know that. <clears throat> yes, you know that. No, I no mean, you don't, because you know what? When the wage scale rise, there'll be that w- rising wage scales keep those prices in proportion. The other thing is, look, the fundamental difference I see in immigration today versus, you know, I love it. These people, oh, like like this speech that this kid, oh, man, we were built by the people of the world. People, and we know this from our experience here in Manchester. I mean, French Canadians didn't just wake up one day and say, hey, let's go to Manchester. No, they were brought by the companies. They were brought by the companies. Yeah. Now, if you if you want to if you want to find me companies that are quote bringing people in to do the jobs they can't find other people to do, then we can change the discussion. You but right now, we, right now, the premise of the organization is, or the the immigration laws are, anybody who gets to come, uh, wants to come, gets to come because they're going to do jobs that Americans don't want to do. Well, I'm look, sorry, I reject look the at, premise. It is already affecting us in New Hampshire. Look at the people in Laconia, the hospitality industry. They are hurting because of all the hurdles that uh, are put on bringing people. Laconia, outside of Bike Week, who the hell goes to Laconia for anything? They do have a uh, – that area has a lot of tourists – and, and I work with the welcoming program. They have, they do have a welcoming committee there, and they are having a hard time. Uh, people around the the, the lakes area. Yeah, maybe the they should pay industries. more than eight bucks an hour in a part of the state that's pretty expensive to live in. That's the whole point. And by the way, you think you're gonna, you think the 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 the, the, the you know the wealthy tourists who go there are gonna mind? What paying for the money? No, but there you go. But you don't know. Wait and. And the skis and all of that, you know, a lot of those people that, that work the lodges and stuff are people that are brought here by the company. So it'd be interesting to see what, what's going to end up happening, you know. But in my point of view, this new immigration proposal uh, is not really going to do much. Which one are you talking and about? The latest, the what is it, race, rice, the, how do you the, say it? R-A, race, Yeah. Uh, that's the latest uh, coming oh, out of the that, White uh, House. Trump and what is it? Uh, yeah. The Georgia senator and the uh, Tom Cotton proposed how many ever months ago now? Yeah, the the oh, one like with the place. big shot. And then you know you're gonna end up. What's gonna happen with the families of those people? Then those you know they're going to totally undo 
family immigration, which is pretty right. bad, you know, although no, I see... We didn't, we didn't have family immigration until Teddy Kennedy gave it to us in the 60s, and it's been an unmitigated disaster. See how since. many... Canadians are here that brought the whole family, you know. That, yeah, that was but they previous brought the whole family Teddy knowing Kennedy. that they could sustain them because it was back in the day where they had to be sponsored But what to do be you here. think? People come here and they have to be sponsored too. That's part of the family immigration. They have to be sponsored. <laughs> and, and ask call Lisa they Freeman and ask... They may have to be ask, sponsored, but they didn't have to be economically self-sufficient. They do have to. They cannot qualify for anything. That's uh, the, that is part of the fake news that people... that And that's what, you know keep spreading the ignorance about the the whole political immigration system you know people cannot cannot my husband had to support me until i got my green card you know eva and he had to sign for it we are we we are out of time okay senor <laughs> see you always, later the pleasure is mine people go vote with your brains <laughs> indeed eva castillo the pleasure is always ours we're going to take a break for traffic weather and sports we'll be back with the news